A brief update. It's May the 12th, 2024. I've released just two episodes of this year. My father-in-law passed away in January. He bravely fought a multitude of health issues for well over 15 years. Rest in peace, John. My wife of more than 20 years, Lisa, is remarkably strong, much more so than I. Her outlook on life is always positive and has motivated me to resume my passion project. Research for new episodes is now well underway. Stay tuned and sincere thanks for subscribing to my podcast. The most surprising thing for me was um, I learned at Madison Square Garden that the organ actually plays during the game and it's live. (laughs) Many of you might find this quite hilarious, but I actually thought for all these years that the organ would be putting the players off their game and I thought that they added that into the content just for TV. So that was the biggest surprise for me on the day. Hilariously cute, but I did love it. Then you are in Australia right now. You're talking NBA basketball. You're talking great teams. You're talking great individual players. Takes it off and there's number 23 and, of course, Johnny goes nuts. So we're all getting first time thinking about it now. I just tried to go out there and play my game. I have no idea what you're talking about, Adam. I don't like anybody. I'm not a people person. Strand, you made the pass. Yes. Christian, can you catch the ball? Yes. All the stars were aligned and all the muscles fired at the right time and I was able to get off the ground and throw one down. I was saving that as a surprise for you. And now, introducing your host for In All Airness, Adam Ryan. Welcome to episode 80. Thanks for joining me. Today, I'm thrilled to welcome my wife, Lisa, to the show. We've just returned to Australia from a fantastic holiday in the USA. In this conversation, we briefly covered each of our stops and most of the basketball-related experiences that we enjoyed along the way. It's the first time, but hopefully not the last, that Lisa has joined me on the show. I hope you enjoy our chat. Towards the end of the episode, I'll share another great podcast review. You can add yours by visiting inallairness.com slash review. Show notes for this episode, including links to numerous topics covered, are at inallairness.com slash 80. Now, onto the show. My guest today is my lovely wife, Lisa. Hello, Lisa. How are you today? I'm well, thanks, Ed. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. It's a thrill to get you on the podcast. It's only taken... 100 plus episodes, but we got there. And today, we're going to quickly reminisce on our fantastic trip to the USA, which we just arrived home from yesterday. Without any further ado, I'll just hand it over to you. Okay, so we've just come back, as Ad said, from a fantastic trip to America. Um, This trip was based around Ad's love of the NBA and his podcast and the opportunity to meet guests over there. and I was more than happy to go over to see the sights of America at the same time. So uh, we have had an amazing experience. And so probably first up, I just want to ask Ad, how did it feel to finally go over to America and put a face to a name with so many podcast guests and friends you formed over the years while doing your podcast? It was great. It was just fantastic to be able to meet numerous people in person and then just establish a relationship even further than just via Skype or Facebook Messenger or whatever it might have been. So there were some great experiences that we had throughout the trip, right up there with the absolute best of what we actually did whilst we were overseas. The trip really couldn't have gone any better. Um, It exceeded our expectations on every level. Meeting up with a lot of the guests was such an enjoyable experience for me as well, Um, particularly because it wasn't all talk just about the NBA or just about basketball. 
Um, we met some fantastic people over there and enjoyed several great meals with them, um, which we'll talk a little bit more about later, but it was definitely a highlight of our trip to America was meeting so many people. Prior to actually going to the NBA store, uh, definitely worth mentioning as well, speaking of former podcast guests and great friends of the show, let's be honest, uh, Peter Vesey had a fantastic opportunity to sit down with Peter for the best part of three hours and a couple of his mates, uh, Ray and Bill, had dinner with those guys, uh, just talked old school hoops and reminisced about yesteryear, so right up my alley. So that actually only took place in the first few days that we were there. What an experience that was. The only thing I actually bought, surprisingly, for my whole time there, even though we stayed seven nights in New York City, was a Chicago Bulls ugly sweater, which of course I had to rock on Christmas Day, even though the Bulls weren't playing, at Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena, as the Philadelphia 76ers took on the New York Knicks, which was a fantastic experience in itself. You were like a kid in a candy store in the NBA store to begin with. Um, I think at one point you asked me to go off shopping and come back in an hour, just so that you could look at all the merchandise. Um, but the sweater was really classy, actually, and um, you got some great comments on the day. What a fantastic arena it is. I hadn't been there since 1994, and coincidentally, I saw the Philadelphia 76ers take on the Knicks back then as well. Uh, that was Sean Bradley's rookie season, uh, Patrick Ewing, of course, playing for the Knicks. So it was a big thrill to be back there and uh, just to be part of the atmosphere. We had some fantastic seats. A huge thanks to my mum and dad, who uh, in large part made our visit to Madison Square Garden happen. The ticket prices, uh, they know how to charge like wounded bulls, let's be honest. That aside, it was a fantastic game day experience. You weren't feeling 100%, it must be said, on the day lease. You really struggled. It was your flu game, as I like to say. And this was your very first NBA game in person too. It was, after hearing the sounds of many an NBA game playing in the background at our house for, what, probably over 19 years. Lucky you. <laughs> I finally made it to a proper NBA match. And the most surprising thing for me was um, I learned at Madison Square Garden that the organ actually plays during the game and it's live. <laughs> Many of you might find this quite hilarious, but I actually thought for all these years that the organ would be putting the players off their game and I thought that they added that into the content just for TV. So that was the biggest surprise for me on the day. Hilariously cute, but I did love it. Um, before we get to anything more about the game itself, I must make mention that at halftime of this game, I was very fortunate to head down into the, I think it was section 113, uh, in the concourse anyhow, and met the legendary Bernard King, albeit briefly, bought a copy of his book called Game Face, A Lifetime of Hard-Earned Lessons on and Off the Basketball Court. Bernard wrote this along with Jerome Preisler. Hopefully I've gone close to pronouncing your name correctly, Jerome. Apologies if I haven't. I'm three quarters of the way through the book as we speak. It's a, a great eye-opening look at the career of Bernard King, uh, one of my all-time favorite players. And in the show notes of this episode, I'll include a few videos and some photos from the brief interaction that we had. It was just fantastic to be in his presence, and that was awesome to meet Bernard. The book's put out by DeCapo Press. It would be fantastic if, at a future date, I was fortunate enough to have the great Bernard King uh, join me on the podcast. So here's hoping. So back to the game itself, Lise. Um, I left you sitting in Madison Square Garden whilst I disappeared for my Bernard King meeting. So what did you make of the atmosphere of the game and the game day experience in itself? Yeah, it was pretty amazing in the arena. Uh, everything from the music that they played to the entertainment, uh, whether it be at quarter time or half time or even just their timeouts, um, was amazing. Um, Celebrity Row was something that I enjoyed. 
You don't get to spot too many well-known actors or actresses here in our small town of Coffs Harbour. <laughs> Russell Crowe is probably the only celebrity that we'd have. Oh, and Jack Thompson, actually. Uh, probably the two biggest celebs that we know of, at least, uh, that do frequent uh, Coffs Harbour area. Yeah, people do roll through the Coffs area on the way down the coast, but we don't tend to get to see too many. So um, it was kind of cool to see them pop up on the screen, particularly some of the actors in some of the shows that we watch, even Blue Bloods. And even the T-shirt toss, just to get the crowd pumped, um, it certainly was a high-energy game and the arena um, was definitely jam-packed with people that were excited to be there. Moving on to Boston, we expected it to be cold, but let's be honest, it was brutally cold. <laughs> Not only was it snowing and when we arrived, there were inches of snow on the sidewalk, which made it very difficult for us to walk in shoes that were not snowshoes and we were not prepared for that. But Boston was fantastic, particularly for Ad. Um, this gave him opportunities that he didn't even know existed at the time. So I'll pass on over to Ad so that he can tell you about what occurred. It was very fortuitous, actually. The day that we arrived into Boston, that night, the legendary Bob Ryan, who has his own podcast, Bob Ryan's Boston Podcast, was recording the last episode of the calendar year for his show. And it was actually classed as Kids Night. In the lead up to that, I just sent a tweet asking if I could perhaps briefly say hello and introduce myself to Bob before the recording of the show. So my message to him went something on the lines of, can a kid be a 42-year-old from Australia? So that's how it started. Um, when we arrived in Boston, I then checked my messages. He'd replied back and said, sure, kids can be any age, come on down. And it was after that I actually learned that it wasn't to be recorded in Boston itself. It was actually recorded at Hingham Shipyards at Warburgers. Uh, so I caught an Uber um, out to Hingham and was hoping just to say hello to Bob and shake his hand and uh, wish him all the best and just sit back and watch the recording. Um, to my surprise and delight, Bob was very happy to meet me and then suggested I put on a headset and join him on his podcast. So it was an incredible turn of events and instead of just watching it happen, I actually took part in the episode itself. So a huge thanks to Bob for having me on the show and also his partner in crime, another Bob, Bob Snyder, and also met another couple of guys, uh, Brian McKenzie and Mitch. So a great group of guys there that looked after the podcast. I'll include a link to that episode in the show notes to this episode. A huge thanks to Bob. And then he even went completely out of his way and drove me back to the hotel afterward, even though he lived about one or two miles from where the recording took place. So an incredibly generous thing to do there from Bob. Always remember that. Thanks so much. And then next we were able to meet another guest that you had had on your podcast and head out for a lunch with him. So if you want to talk more about the next guest, Tad. Yep, I uh, had a great chance to catch up with Mike Carey as well, who was a Boston Celtics beat writer back in the 1980s, and he also was the ultimate guest on our NB86 series. Episode 15 of that series, we um, discussed his career following the Celtics, and also he is the author of a few books as well. and. Uh, he very kindly gave me a copy of his newest book, which is called Bad News, The Turbulent Life of Marvin Barnes, Pro Basketball's Original Renegade. So I'm really excited to get into that one. And he also gave me a great book that uh, I can't wait to get into as well called High Above Courtside, The Lost Memoirs of Johnny Most. And Mike wrote that along with contributions from Johnny's son, Jamie. So really excited to get into that one as well. But yeah, it was great to catch up with Mike. He lives about an hour out of Boston City itself and came in on a brutally cold day, picked us up. We went out to a nice pizza place for lunch, so that was fantastic and got to just talk about some old school hoops again. Another thrill there to meet up with Mike. 
And then off we went to Philadelphia, um, which, again, we were very much looking forward to our trip there and very much looking forward to our next meetup with one of the most downloaded episodes of Ads Podcast. Yep, true. Uh, my conversation with Peter Capolino, who is the founder of Mitchell and Ness, and his links to the company go back right to the early 1900s when his father originally became involved with the business. It was awesome just to catch up with Peter uh, and his wife, Fran. We met up with them multiple times and also had lunch with Peter on one of the other days as well whilst we were in Philadelphia. So it was just a fantastic experience. Met some other great people at that said lunch, uh, including Stephen and his wife, Laurie, his brother, Kevin, Maria, and their friend, Shari. Stephen and Laurie are from South Carolina, and Kevin, Maria, and Shari are from New Jersey, if I have my facts correct. That was topped off by heading over to Peter and Fran's house for an amazing dinner on our last night in Philadelphia. Yeah, and look, Peter, if you're listening, um, one of the highlights of our trip were meeting both you and Fran. We had such an incredible time um, spending time with you and it was so lovely for you to welcome us into your home and special thanks to Fran for cooking us the most amazing home-cooked meal. The conversations and the laughs that we had at your place, we will remember for years to come. It was just an incredible experience and we thoroughly enjoyed our time with you. I even got some lovely gifts um, from Peter, which included some Mitchell Ness gear. Um, he gave me two hats, which are just awesome. They have the Mitchell Ness scripting on them. Um, one is a purple and teal hat, which are two of my favorite colors. And the other one is a light pink hat. And he also gave me a Mitchell Ness t-shirt as well. So he was so thoughtful for him to think of me and to give me those along with some amazing NBA-related merchandise and Mitchell Ness merchandise that Adam um, received for him as well. Ad, do you want to um, make mention of some of the amazing gifts that you got from Peter? I echo exactly what Lisa said, Peter. If you are listening, thank you so much for being so accommodating and generous to Lisa and myself. Of course, that extends to Fran as well. The first night we met Peter, he actually gave me a, a whole bevy of great stuff. Just a couple of things I'll mention. Three fantastic Philadelphia hats. So couldn't be in Philadelphia without actually getting some 76ers merchandise. And uh, of course, Mitchell and Ness flagship store is also in Philadelphia. And another highlight of the trip was actually touring the Mitchell and Ness flagship store with its founder, Peter Capolino. What a highlight that was. Um, but yeah, Peter... Gave me three fantastic Sixers hats. They're by a company he's involved with called Pro Standard. Uh, I think it's teamprostandard.com and it's at Pro Standard is the social media address to look for on most of the social networks. So yeah, there were three fantastic Sixers hats. I uh, got a great Mitchell and Ness long sleeve top. And uh, amongst other things, the absolute highlight on top of everything else was after we had our dinner on our last night in Philadelphia, Peter headed downstairs into his basement and rummaged around and brought back an incredible 1956-57 Bill Russell Boston Celtics warm-up jacket. Uh, absolutely amazing. I'll include links to it in the show notes so you can see a photo. Just describing it doesn't do it justice. You have to see it to believe it. It has a big number six stitched on the back. It's just epic. It looks exactly as what Bill Russell wore back in the 1956-57 season. So a huge, huge thanks, Peter, for that amazing gift. So next up, we headed to LA um, where we hired a car and Ad was the one that had to tackle driving not only on the opposite side of the car with the steering, but also the opposite side of the road as well. 
He did remarkably well. Um, we did get beeped by several motorists <laughs> over in LA, um, but he did a great job of navigating around and we were able to meet up face-to-face with friends that he's been communicating with for years um, online and I'll let Ad tell you a bit more about that. So one that we actually didn't get divorced. We had the divorce papers drawn up uh, after that first car ride from LAX to our hotel, but we didn't quite sign. So, uh, so far, so good. Now, um, I want to make mention of a great listener of the show, George Sands, who very kindly drove over to our hotel in Los Angeles. And I had a great chance to chat with George. He met up with Lisa and myself for the best part of an hour. He gave me a great magazine called Tough Stuff from June 1995 with a number 45 clad Michael Jordan on the front cover. He also gave me some signed basketball cards because George is a huge collector of old school basketball cards, amongst other things as well from other sports. He gave me a a great signed Jack Sigma West All-Star card from 1983 from the Star Set and a a Star 84 card of the great Quentin Daly from the Chicago Bulls. So thank you so much for that, George. It was great to meet you. And later on that same day, we caught up with, as you mentioned, Lise, Adam Beechin and Jeff Peart, who are both former guests on the show and also great friends that I've made through my time producing the podcast. So it was awesome to catch up with them in person. We went into, I think it was Culver City, had lunch in there, and it was just great to meet up with those guys. Jeff very kindly gave me a uh, coffee cup. He has his own podcast called The Jeff Peart Show, sponsored by Deadstock Coffee along with Ian from Deadstock. Thanks very much to those guys for helping organize that coffee cup to give to me. Really appreciate it. And made it back in one piece. Had a cup of coffee this morning, actually, out of that cup. Thank you very much. And also, Jeff gave me a great T-shirt, which is a reproduction of the 1988 Slam Dunk Contest photo of Jordan taking off from the free throw line. And it was personalized to have a few mentions of my podcast and a couple of other Australia and USA type things mentioned on there as well. So that was really cool to have that personalized. So thanks very much, Jeff, for the T-shirts, for Lisa and myself. And Adam, who is a graphic novel writer, illustrator, he's written for TV. He's been involved in the entertainment type industry for probably 20 plus years, uh, if I have my facts correct. And he gave me a couple of great books as well that he's written. So he gave me one called Dugout and another one called Hench. So check out Adam's page. I think it's Adam Beechen, B-E-E-C-H-E-N.com. Check out his website and see what he's up to. So thanks again, Adam. And in general... Just thank you to both guys for taking time out of their schedules to meet with us. And I think you'd have to say it was a fantastic lunch that we had and it was great to meet those guys in person. Yeah, so it really did feel like we had known each other for years. The conversation just flowed and then Jeff came along with us to the iconic Venice Beach that afternoon. The idea was to go and have a look at the basketball courts. But Uh, after a few minutes of waiting around, Jeff uh, imposed his will on the courts and uh, one of the half courts opened up and what turned out to be just a couple of shots on the court quickly became a game of two on two which uh, there's some highlights of which I've shared on social media again they'll probably be in the show notes to this episode we were on the verge of victory until our opponents via nefarious means changed the rules on the fly and uh, eventually eked out the W but it was just fantastic to be able to play with Jeff at Venice Beach incredible to be on those famous courts so that was a huge thrill. And I was impressed to see that you can still get some three-pointers in there, Ad. Well, <laughs> I tried. So I made a couple of shots, but Jeff kept us afloat, let's be honest. Um, we played against a guy who was every bit of six foot six, pretty much and uh, an absolute man mountain. He was openly sludging me as well to his teammates saying, look at this guy, look at him, he doesn't even move. So <laughs> that was quite funny. And uh, yeah, Jeff and uh, myself got a good laugh out of that. But what an experience to 
have played on the courts at Venice Beach. Oh, it was awesome stuff. So another highlight of our trip. Next up, we headed to San Francisco, and although it didn't include catching up with any guests, it did include Ad adding to his hat collection to bring back to Australia. Um, so, Ad, why don't you tell us how many hats you actually did purchase to bring back to Australia and what they are? I didn't actually purchase that many. I think aside from the three that I was gifted, which are extremely good quality, I should add to the pro standard hats that Peter very kindly gave us, um, I think I bought six all up. A majority of them are Mitchell and Ness hats. I bought a beautiful Milwaukee Bucks hat, which has the old school logo, Bango, on the front of the hat. Um, a great Boston Celtics one. San Diego Clippers, even though they're now defunct, it's a super hat with a great logo. So I bought that one as well. Also bought a New York Knicks hat. Uh, what else? A Chicago Bulls hat and a Golden State Warriors hat. I think that's all the ones I've got, but absolutely love my hats. And particularly these days where I've got very little hair on the old scone. I love the hats even more, so some great memories to have and had numerous compliments on a majority of the hats that I rocked whilst we were over there, which was also pretty cool. So all in all, just an incredible trip. Uh, we went for almost three weeks worth, but it didn't feel like it was rushed, didn't feel like it was too long. And as we record this, we're only minutes away from actually heading out to pick up our beautiful little puppy, Millie, who is a bit over 10 months old, and we're so excited to go out and pick her up. So we might wrap it up there. Anything at all? else you wanted to add about our time in San Francisco, Liz? Oh, probably just one other thing to say that um, just on one of the rainy days in San Francisco, I managed to stumble across a poster store at Pier 39 whilst in there trying to find a couple of posters to bring back to just highlight our time in America and in particular in San Francisco. I came across an MJ poster which I thought Ad would love so I had to go and find him and it wasn't hard to find him given that he was in another sports memorabilia store. I think I was at the NFL slash college shop or something in Pier 39, but they had plenty of NBA stuff. So yeah, a fantastic poster. Yeah. So today we've taken that to the framer. You'll probably see that poster in view behind Adam's podcast at some point or the the screening of his podcast. Um, why don't you describe what the poster was, Ad? Yeah, it's one of the iconic shots of Jordan's final shot with the Bulls. Uh, it's taken from the opposite end baseline, looking towards the play down the other end of the court, and you can just watch the majority of Utah fans in absolute shock and awe as Jordan's launching his final shot as the ball is on its way to the hoop for that perfect swish. It's an iconic shot. Uh, it's just great to look in the faces of these fans and uh, the absolute heartbreak that's only milliseconds away from happening. Thanks, Lise, for actually joining me on the podcast. Um, better late than never. Oh, no worries. I think it was my first invite in uh, 100 episodes, but happy to be here. Oh. I took a trip to America to get invited. I've asked you on numerous times and you've declined. Oh, let's be honest. My NBA stats are not that good, so I can't really contribute much to the show anyway. <laughs> no, it's been great having you on. Uh, as a listener of the show, I hope you've enjoyed a quick recount of our trip. Stay tuned for plenty more great guest episodes coming up. Thanks for listening. I welcome your interaction with the show. You can suggest topics or guests you want to hear conversations with. Leave a voicemail. Simply visit inallairness.com slash voice. Click start recording. Leave a message and press stop. You can even listen back before submitting. Press send and you're done. Now it's time to share another great review from a fan of the show. This time thanks to Simba Baby. And uh, I'd be lying if I said that was his real name, assuming it's a him. Terrible jokes aside, on the Australian iTunes store, and the review is titled, 
a must for any NBA fan, and it reads, I found this gem of a podcast some time ago and feel so very glad that I did. Adam's passion for this era of NBA basketball and his vigilant attention to detail make every episode a joy to listen to. As the years have gone by, his list of guests now reads like a who's who of basketball greatness. In All Airness is a superb podcast with a unique flair of its own. 10 out of 10. Thank you very much, Simba Baby. Very, very kind of you to say so. Uh, I really, really appreciate that. Worldwide, the show currently has 72 reviews, 69 of which are on iTunes and three on Stitcher. I still have a couple more reviews to share in future episodes as well. Thanks for your continued support. If you add a review, I'd love to read it out on a future episode. Your ratings and reviews are one of the best ways to support the podcast. If you enjoy the show, please do tell your basketball-loving friends about it. Word-of-mouth recommendations are definitely worth their weight in gold. Stay up to date with my podcast and subscribe to my monthly email newsletter. You'll receive exclusive details on upcoming podcast episodes, future high-profile guests to appear on the show, and plenty more. Simply visit inallairness.com slash news. You can subscribe to my show in various ways. Apple Podcasts, visit inallairness.com slash iTunes. Android, visit inallairness.com slash Android. Add it to your Stitcher playlist in allairness.com slash Stitcher. You can now subscribe to the show on Spotify, plus Pocket Casts, Player FM, TuneIn Radio, other podcatchers, and of course, via the podcasts app on your iOS device of choice. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show and share my web address with your friends and colleagues in allairness.com. Check out the podcast archive for plenty more episodes with high-profile guests. Follow me on Twitter at InAllAnnis. Please add your like to the show's social hub, facebook.com slash InAllAnnis. Join me next time for another edition of the show.